Welcome, citizens. I'm your host, Allie Grauer, and this is Warda. This audio episode of Warda Curiosities is pulled from the weekly live stream we host on the One Shot Podcast Network's Twitch stream. The One Shot Podcast Network is home to many fantastic podcasts and live stream shenanigans, including the One Shot Podcast, Campaign, Adventure, Backstory, and more. If you haven't already, visit welcometowarda.com to explore on your own. If you enjoy what you've heard so far, please consider leaving us a rating and a review on iTunes. Even if you aren't listening through iTunes, leaving us this review helps boost our visibility on searches for other people looking to listen to a new podcast. It means a lot to us, so take a few moments to do so if you haven't already. And thanks. And now, back to Warda. So, so we go that way. And Tiffin would. So you're, so you're looking around. Yeah. Um, Alva, while you're sitting there, uh, as Dr. Thopper is going over. Wait. Shark Dude's dead. Shark Dude is dead. How, how sharky is he? He's pretty sharky. To the point where his teeth are designed to come out easily? Yes. Cool. I want at least a handful of shark teeth. <laughs> Of course you do. Yes. Oh, God. I was only thinking of that from, like, One Piece. So, yeah. You you go over to Shark Dude. You, like, pull him out of the water. um, And you rip off teeth. I want you to roll me a d6. I have one. Okay. (laughs) Four. You get um, about four handfuls of teeth. Great. And I put them in a pouch. And we're talking like like little handfuls of teeth. So. Yes, sharp, sharp shark teeth. Sharp shark teeth. Yes, and you put them in the pouch. Shark chops. Um, so you guys are sitting in Doctor Thopper's, and he's like going over. <laughs> he's like stepped up on his. Like a nine point five. On his, he goes up these little stairs up to where the body is. Yeah. And he's like looking it over, and he goes, "What happened? What'd you do? Burn his leg off? Obviously, you burned his leg off. But who is he? That's what I'm gonna find out." Guy's a smuggler, he's into some bad business. What is he doing on the property? Attacking me, getting his leg blown off. Seems legit. Yeah. And he uh, goes back to like, he basically like cuts the like clothes that have like burned onto yeah. him. And he's like putting salve and like wrapping the burned parts of him and stuff like that. He's, he's taking mm-hmm. care of him. Um, if given the opportunity, like I'll sort of start wiping Connor's brow, mm-hmm. like if there's a cloth somewhere with water, because I'm just like trying to clean him up and make make him feel calmer, just mm-hmm. by in addition to whatever medical care he's receiving, that he's also getting TLC. Mm-hmm. And yes, you are right. Pixies can magically find people, mm-hmm. um, but they have to be like said, go find so and so. Like their name has to be said. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to have a pixie come to you, you just write their name. Or their designation, mm-hmm. and they will they will come to you. And Tippin hates it when we do that. Yeah, but it's a thing that Tippin can do. Yeah. Um, 
there we are. Uh, and he's basically going over everything. And, and finally, as uh, Dr. Thopper goes, so how many dead are we talking about? Uh, seven? Seven. Seven dead. High fate? Uh, no. Uh, half gene. Half gene. Uh, half gene. There's a mix of, like, there's no, like, fate. They're, they're all high fate, yeah, I guess, essentially. But half genes. Yeah. There's, I think there's, like, two, like, Silvani, uh, including this one. My question is, will they be missed? No. Okay. Mortimer's job will be much easier, then. Yeah, no. These are all, like, like lower criminals, smugglers. They're not going to have anybody looking for them. Very good. Very good. I mean, it, I'm sure your mother will want to hear about this, of course. Oh, who cares what mother wants? I checked the Vox box. Is it a generic one? It's a generic Vox box, yes. Um, Dr. Thopper, do you have a standard Vox box in your office? It's over on the shelf, over there. Thank you so much. Um, hey, whoa, 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 where'd you get that? Was that on him? No, it was on Mildred. I want to hear that as well. All right. Um, I go, I get the... Um, I get the Vox Box player. Mm -hmm. um, excuse me for a moment, Dr. Thopper. I believe um, this is warden business for Warden Ardale. No, please, please continue. Do whatever you like. I have another at least hour treating this. I mean, he will not be waking up tonight. Is there anything you can do to get him awake tonight? We have a lot of questions. Uh, Dr. Thopper like, looks over his glasses and goes, how well do you want him to be up? Uh, if he, oh. As long as he can answer some questions, that's great. Shock therapy it is. And he like <laughs> heads down the steps and he like goes and gets like like a couple of things. Thanks, Doc. Give us five minutes. Um, oh, well, if he's actually gone out of the room, we don't even need to do a silencing spell. She sets down the yeah. Vox Box player, puts the Vox Box into it. So music begins to play out of the Vox Box. Mm -hmm. um, it's like a military march. Give me a second. I'm, I'm really not sure about him shocking him, Warden Ardeo. I would very much prefer if Connor wakes up in a placid, drugged state rather than a fire lightning bolts up his backside. Germany so right Tippin now. and I have made it to the, uh, ca the, the cabin, yes? Yeah. Yes. So cool. you guys come across the cabin. So it's playing. Great. It's playing um, this military tune. Is so that all you, that's can on you there? Explain that's to all that's on there. It's just okay. a. It's a military tune. I'm, I'm looking for three things. Can I roll a notice? Sure. Cool. Yeah. Is there any any words with the music, or is it just tunes? Uh, plus two. It's just I instrumental. Okay. Uh, plus two. Uh, I'm looking for a rope, some adhesive. And I want to understand the organization of the fairy bottles. Oh, yeah. So we're in the place, too. We've so you walk in. in. So as you guys walk, so, like, the door is open because he left the door open because he's working on that. And uh, Dr. Thopper is in there. You guys went into, the, into his room, basically, his, his, like, sitting room. Gotcha. So you guys walk in, and there's Embolar and Alva, and they're sitting in there. Do we like, notice? Do, do we sense them come in? Listening to, I mean, obviously, Tippin flies in, and yeah. you're listening to this. This. Uh, do I see the wall of trapped pixies? Uh, it, they are very prominent. So, do I? Um, can I roll this? Notice if uh, if I hear him come in, like footsteps. Someone like, do I hear footsteps? Of who? Of yeah, you hear him. Come I do in. hear him. Yeah. Then I immediately light my hand on fire and I turn around and I like to see who this is. And 
I'm, I'm trying to understand the organizational system of these bottled pixies. Mm. Turn around and hang. And I am still trying and he's to looking, like, There's fire over here, but you're like looking at it. And So the organization of them is that they're obviously organized in such a way that is um, by different people. Like they have names underneath, but they're obviously not the names of the pixies. Mm. Uh, because pixies don't have names. Is it like alphabetical? It's by, alpha- it's by alphabetical. Perfect. It's not anymore. Uh, so you like look over, <laughs> and there's a human moving the jars back and forth. Hey, who are you? gonna try to open a couple of those. I, sh- I shut well. off the did box I, box. Did I find any of the other things that I was looking for? Uh, the rope and stuff. And you it's find adhesive. you find some adhesive, but he doesn't have any rope handy. Okay, cool. Uh, so I sit down and I start in one of the sacks of. Uh, Shark teeth. Mm-hmm. Um, I start pressing the teeth through the bag, mm-hmm. and I start putting a layer of adhesive behind it so it sticks to the bag. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, they're all sticking out of the bag. Okay. Securely. Okay. So you, he like he's he did that, and then he like kind of ignores you <laughs> and begins to work on this little arts and crafts thing using shark teeth, which you obviously yeah. realize came from somewhere. Yeah. And I, I say again, again, who are you? Uh. I'm a human. It's, it's not important, right? No, that's well, not no, true. Well, no, it is very important. Are you with them? I mean, Alva, right? But do you, you know him? Have I seen him Roll before? me a luck. <laughs> so you have met him before, but he's a human. They all look the same. <laughs> oh, that's right. I oh, have, I have seen you before. Sorry, sorry. Uh, I wouldn't have seen. Can you I show her Igly's yeah, so contract he, he that wrote, I have? He wrote. He opens his, oh, rolls up his sleeve, and there, written on his forearm, is definitely an Igly Twitchwiggler contract. Ah. You might recognize that as an Igly Twitchwiggler contract. You would because would. it's signed Igly Twitchwiggler. Oh, okay, is, all right. If so mine has been crossed out, has it gone completely? Yeah, it, okay. he took it all yeah. with the ink. Ah, I see. I see. Uh, <laughs> I'd show you my own, but I'm in the process of fulfilling it, and it's gone. And then that's that's good. It's something so to you're aspire also, to. Sorry, so you're also with Mr. Twitchwiggler? Yes, Twitchwiggler? he's in a sense, yeah. All right, hand fire goes away. It's just opening box. Did he send you here? Opening jars. No, okay. I I just happened to be here, and we all were making a mess. And in all honesty, any chance I have to mess with some Fae is one I'm going to take, especially if I get to leave. Some dead bodies on an Efridi house. Dead well, bodies are very messy. That, uh, don't know how I feel about that specifically, but was that you that tossed the ball, the, the vial of lightning? Yeah. Good job. Good work. Thank you. Thank you for your assistance. Um, and I hold out my hand to shake his hand. Oh, that has never happened to you, Griff. <laughs> no Faye has ever reached a hand out for you to, like... Touch. I imagine. I imagine it's a very much like. <laughs> he like he like prepares to fight you. <laughs> yeah. like, you you helped me. Thanks. You're welcome. What is? Are you? Just shake my hand, man. All right. It's not on fire. <laughs> so you grab his hand, and his hand is hot to the touch, and uh, the skin feels like. You ever put your hand in like ash? I have. It's that kind of feeling. Right. Um, 
Oh, uh, well, right. I'm, uh, I'm sorry to trouble you. You do seem partially occupied with teeth, but if... Was that from the shark dude? Yeah. They grow back. Well, his better not. Well, I mean, they won't. That, you, you, what'd you do? The shark? Yeah. Uh, gave him a little, uh, a little glass gift in his gills, right? Yeah. Right now? <laughs> I chuckle, I chuckle, and I'm like, ha! Yeah, no, I wanted to take that guy down myself, but... Uh. Oh, it's fine. He choked on his own blood. Oh, well... There are worse ways to go. Yeah. But not many. <laughs> he will not be missed. I have a broken rib thanks to that, that smish. Listen, I'm, I'm sorry if I'm short-tempered. I've had an interesting evening. You obviously recognize me. I don't recognize you. My apologies. I, I do know I've seen you before, but you said you weren't here on Igley's orders. You just happened to be passing through? No, yeah, then what were you, why were you, <laughs> oh, well, I don't, I don't care why you were here, I care why you stayed past helping a f somebody. Yeah, that's a good read. Why did you help if, did oh. Mr. Twitch really tell you why, what we're, how we're helping him, how we're working together? Uh, no, I actually, I haven't seen Igley in a while, actually. I mean, he's been on the train, if I recall, but, uh, no, I, I was actually stealing some books. <laughs> You were, what books were you stealing? Oh, you know, no, just inco inconsequential weather books, that's right. From us? Um, who are you? I am Emberlar Ardeo, <laughs> this is my house, my estate. Then, no, I was not stealing from you. Just books? Just books, yeah. Really, just books. Alright. But, uh... I can't say, I can't be, can't be too angry, you help uh, me. I have, I noticed there were some thugs, some people that have been uh, trying to take over the underground lately. Yes, the Not Violet there. Lotus Line Gang. Yeah, I'm actually working for someone is trying that, to figure out Is that out what the mark was? I believe so, yes. The Violet Lotus? It's a train line from Amengrad to Amenheim. It's a smuggling ring. We believe it is commandeered by Spider Willow, uh, oh, who is a- Have you heard that name? Have I heard that name? Can I? Uh, yeah, roll me a luck, see if you know it. Nope. nope. Like I said, Igli has been talking about somebody's consolidating crime yeah. in Almenheim, but he hasn't had a name yet. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm also, like, in and out of the human gangs, too. Yeah, that's true. Um, and so, like, basically, there's, there's not a whole lot. Although you have heard rumblings that someone is taking over crime in Almenheim. Mm -hmm. Which is where Igli does all of his business. Right. Uh, and I, well, the mark that uh, I, I checked all of them, they all had that mark with the spider legs and the tree thing. Then they work for Spider Willow, who I believe mm. is trying to muscle Igli out completely on, oh, on top of a number of that other things. Now, are we? No, we probably shouldn't. Um, this individual, you should know, not only is likely in charge of the Violet Lotus line, but is also affiliated with the Warden's Corrupt Wardens, and she lifts up the Vox box and puts it right in front of Emblar. The Borwald Military Institute. I can't remember who is that. <laughs> it's, a, it's a military institute. Yeah. It's, so she uh, just lifts up the box spider, that had Because spider, spider Will used to work for them. Uh, uh, that's, that's what they're associated with them in some way. Yeah. So she lifts up the Vox box full of military music yeah. and puts it in front of you and says that. Do you think that was like a message? I don't know, but that's the only link I have just from listening to that. Huh. While this is happening, I've gone back to the jars. Um, okay. And I opened... Um, they are mostly open by this point. Good, good. Um, um, that's perfect. I was about some to of them that. have left, some of them haven't. Good. Um, 
and I uh, just kind of make a general announcement to all of them. I'm just like, are all of you content with where you are? There's a lot of thumbs up. There's a couple of like nods. Other ones are like, guess so. Anybody who seems dissatisfied with their situation, I let go. Uh, they're all. None of them leave. Okay. Uh, the ones that have that were going to leave have already left. Yeah, it's that half of them. And, and Tippin is is there like unscrewing jars, being like, "Hi, I'm Tippin. You want to go? No? Okay, next jar. <laughs> well done, Tippin. Well done. Griff, how did you get here tonight? Like, how did you get here from Amenheim? Do you have the map? Uh, I don't have the map. Although you are pretty far away from Amenheim at this point. Uh, what's... You're about, like... Are we, like, north You're about a... almost 10-hour train ride to Amenheim. You're south of it. So you're about... Oh, we're out of the city. You are... You're in the city. You're... I think you're in the fifth ward right now. That's, like, down... So it's, like... No, it's One, two, it's three. pretty close to. I mean, it's the next ward over from where most of Winds of Change takes place. Oh, okay, great. Um, well, that means it's pretty close to my home. Yeah, to your root cellar. Yeah, where my all my pickling happens. Yes. Um, I mean, if you, I mean, so like this was you're close to home. Yeah, I mean, I imagine you're a little further from it right it now. It was but, probably yeah. like I went to work. And overheard that there was a student from House Ardeo that was like. Doing so research. what what happened was is you were working and you heard that Troubadour von Klaan, right, who is the weather master, he suddenly gets this invitation to House Ardeo, and oh, right. he talks about he talks about all the time how House Ardeo is where he his his uh his protege and his um, his student is, and so he's gonna go and you follow him, here, right. Really quickly, Jordan, uh, in, our, in our 10 years in the future game, I'm working on something like that. It's not an extendable wrist blade, but I can put the vials in it, so when I do it, the air comes out from my, my wrists. Um, so I can make it look like I cast magic, but I don't because I'm a human. Tippin, could I trouble you to borrow that book from you? Oh, well, yeah, what book is that? He's got it, like, behind his back. It's very large behind his back. Tippin? You can, you can have it back afterwards. I just want to I read it. I can't. I can't do anything right now. I have to wait until Connor wakes up. I'm very unhappy. Please, Tippin. Do I know anything that makes Alpha happy? Ooh, roll the luck. See if you do. No. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh -huh. What did I... Was that Mildred's? Yes. You open the book, and inside the book is a lot of code. Um, there's a lot of squiggly lines and symbols that you don't understand. There's numbers, but they're in different sequences that don't make any sense. It's pretty extensive coding. Ah! She, like, bites the book and throws it on the table. I, can, can I, I try and figure out how to yeah. decode yeah. it? So everyone picks up the book, and they look inside, and it's, it's, I mean... Can I attempt to see if I can figure out how to decode it? Can I roll a resources? Roll, roll a resources, roll a... What do you think you would use? Um, I would use either investigate or academia. Um, I would say it's an investigate. Uh, no, that's a one. A one? Yeah. Yeah, like, it's an extensive code. Uh, it's gonna be a... 
So everyone is now gathered around this book. Like Actually, I changed my mind. I'm not. Okay. So you're like I'm letting them doing it. No, no, I'm no, too no. busy. I'm too because busy. Because a resourceful mind is always prepared. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna add two, so that's five. Five. Um, Griff, you see hints of various codes that you've come across in Amenheim, mm -hmm. but they're all mixed up. It looks like they've taken like six codes here and mixed them. I relay that message. Um, so it's it's gonna take a while to decode. Okay. Um, what about that? What what were you hoping to find in that? So, I thought Mildred might know someone who... I don't know who I'm looking for. All right, Warden Ardeo, I have never seen this person. I don't know their name. I don't know their race. I don't know who they are. All I know is that they know emotional manipulation magic, thrall, slave-creating magic. They enslaved a group of 20 humans, had them in a warehouse 10 years ago, and it sounds, sounds like the start of a joke. A Nyadi and a Silvani from the Arcanica Guild walk into a warehouse. They're attacked by 20 humans who are enslaved. And eventually they're overwhelmed and they get distracted. And the Nyadi gets overtaken and he turns into a slave and he kills his partner. And then he rips out his guts and rips out the guts of everyone in the room. And when backup finally comes in, he's trying to put them back together. But his mind's shot. So he's gone. And his partner's gone. <laughs> Just dead like that. And then finally, ten years later, this psychotic Nayadi gets back in touch with me and he says, Alva, I found out who killed him. He's on the Violet Lotus line. And, and now I'm off the train and Mildred's dead and Connor's practically comatose and the Vox box is, has nothing and this book, I have to find a code breaker. Uh, well, Alva... From what I know, this here is five or six different codes, right? We can identify those, we can start to break those up, and we're going to figure this out. I mean, just because, you know, all this happened to you doesn't mean we're not going to figure this out. Because, you may have noticed, 20 humans were involved, and I don't much like humans being abused. Thank you. Do I happen to know anything about this through uh, my time as a warden? Uh, you know the case. Everybody knows the case. I know the case. Um, it's it's a case from ten years ago. Um, was I on it? No, no. Okay. You weren't on. weren't particularly on this case. This was a case through the Arcanica Guild. Okay. Um, so, but you were not you personally, but you've heard about this case. I've studied it. Yeah, everybody does. Mm -hmm. um, Their names. Oh. Um, everybody studies this case because it was such a bizarre case. Mm -hmm. um, you know for a fact, as a warden, that emotional manipulation is highly illegal. Highly, yeah. highly illegal. Um, and thrall magic is... Is, is, part, of, yeah. is part of emotional manipulation. Um, mm -hmm. And so it is, again, highly, highly illegal. And that in this case, there were a couple of fae, no one knows who at this point, mm -hmm. but they were able to enthrall humans and have them do their bidding. For them, mm -hmm. in a lot of different ways, like in any way you could possibly think, they stole for them, they killed mm -hmm. for them, they performed sexual favors for them, stuff mm -hmm. like that. Yeah, and um, and everything in between. And the person was never caught. It was behind it. And they were never caught. But the closest they ever got was that there were two agents of the Arcanica Guild that stumbled onto them, and then the story she just related happened. Yeah, um, where basically, like she said. 
One of them was enthralled, killed his partner, and then, because they had to kill all the humans because the humans attacked them, he then ripped out everybody's guts. Yeah. And, like, bathed in them. And then tried to put them back because of what when he woke up from being thralled. Yeah. And so that was a, a friend of yours? Yeah. I didn't... I didn't like Vernon all that much. He he talked to Cavalier, too chipper, always saying, old boy, old sport, that sort of thing. Mm. He used to make fun of me, but... And you know from the case studies that Vernon is the one who survived. Yeah. The other guy's name was Canton. Mm. I, I know a little bit about what you just went through mm-hmm. a span ago. You got your partner out. You saved her. Mm-hmm. It's your locker room partner. What if you hadn't gotten her out, or what if you hadn't been there at all, and you just heard on the wind, oh, she's dead. Just gone, like that. Ash is in front of you, right? No, the next time you see them, they're a fucking tree in a park. Well, at least you got to see them again. That's not them. There's the ash in the air. There's nothing left, and I couldn't find anything. The trail was dead, and I had to... I really couldn't... I wanted to. I wanted more than anything to find who this was right then and there. But I really couldn't. And then the trail was completely dead, and I had to pretend like it was okay every single day to wake up and go to sleep. And that other, other things were more important, but... Finally, Vernon broke out, and he got in contact with me, and he said, it's the Violet Lotus line. That's where these, this Fay is who did all this. Then I suppose what you'll need to do is get off back on the line. And you turn around, and there's Mafanis, who has yeah. slipped into the room. <gasps> oh! um, and is basically standing in the doorway. So a pure-blood... Ifridi just walked in. Just walked in, and he is that—he's one of the heads of the of the high house of Ifridi. He is like okay. he's, he's happy, he tall, stands white for horse. everything that Ifridi are. I am I am going full human right now. I am like trying to be as small as possible. Like I am having I am having slave flashbacks. <laughs> I well I'm gonna drop all pretense and be like, and I'm gonna confront Nefanis. What was in the box, Dad? Are you all right? Physically, yes. Where were the guards, Dad? Patience, number one. Do your breathing. And I do that and then just smoke just comes out of my nose. Good. Alva tries to compose herself and she folds she, her hands in her lap. He goes over to her and uh, she's like, may I have your hand? And he takes your, takes your hands and basically begins to massage your hands until like, I calm you down. And uh, he like, does like, pressure points. And you feel yourself calm down a little bit. I thought it was awful. And, uh, oh, no, that was, yeah. that was totally fine. Um, she, she uses, to the extent that she's aware of this, and I assume she figured that's what he was going to do, um, she uses that and tries to just sort of become as stoic and polite as possible. Emotion is part of everyone. Humans, pixies, fae, we all feel. 
There's no shame in feeling. It's not shame that's the problem, my Lord Ardeo. It's when it gets in the way. Mm. Let it. Express it. Don't keep it. My suggestion to you is if you are looking for some way to release that emotion, continue the path you're looking for. If the line is the way to go, if this military academy is where it leads, then go there. That would be my intention. I would, however, like to explore all options here, which consist of one rather charred Silvani, a book, and you. Are these part of your questions, Emelon? Father, you know I love you. Father, you know I trust you. Let us sit. I'm going to go. Um, no, you will stay. I'm, I'm Please. Gonna, I'm going to sit right here. He looks, at you, he looks you dead in the eyes and goes, will you please stay? Uh, yeah, yeah, all right. Tip is confused. He goes, let us sit. And you all sit in a circle on the mm -hmm. ground. Shake out my skirts. You have questions. You may ask them. You know I trust you. What was in the box? What, what box? Every year I receive a box. The contents of that box are for me to know. But I will say without any pretense that they are smuggled goods from outside the city. These contents are not known to these uh, smugglers. They are a means to an end. They are not where I get them from. And why the uh, interest in the collection of goods from beyond the wall, Father? I have a um, personal interest. I, Nothing dangerous? No. To others? No. To the family? No. The only dangerous to me. Does mother know? Yes. She does. Does she also use the service? No. Hmm. Can you tell them anything about them? I try very hard not to know much about those that I work with in this particular aspect. So you don't know Spider Willow? I do not know them personally, I know the name. In, do you know what capacity they're affiliated with the war, wardens, with the Borwald Institute? I don't know in what capacity within the Borwald Institute. I don't know, I've not heard this, uh, that they are part of the, uh, involved with the wardens at all. But I have heard rumors. They are in Amengrad, Amenheim. And my distribution has changed in the last year. Usually it's done by small, small smuggling groups. I change it every year. But I could not find anyone this year, so I had to go through that. They're eliminating all the small timers and moving on to the other big timers now, I think. Mm -hmm. There's apparently a force in Amenheim gathering power, gathering resources, and consolidating. 
Mm. And you are engaged in this somehow? More or less. He's been privately Personal or business? Business. Business. Personal. Business. Uh, oh, I, a business. little, a little column A, a little column B. He works for Mr. Ah. Igly Twitchwiggler. Ah, you are Twitchwiggler's boy then. Uh, I mean, he looks out for me. I hear he does that for many orphans. Uh, that, that he does. A uh, hmm. dishonest man, Mr. Twitchwiggler, but a good one, nonetheless. Oh. Not exactly. And that's the trick. Ah, I misspoke. A criminal, but oh, a good one. I'll give you that label. Mm-hmm. How did the guards get under the grounds, Father? I don't know. I'll have to look through our, um, our security. Mm-hmm. I apologize for putting you in danger. You didn't put us in danger. We put ourselves in danger. No, no, no. My security is my detail. Your mother won't, is not in charge of it. I am. I will do there, better in the future. There was no... I hope you can forgive me for that. Nothing to forgive, Father. There was no security around when I looked. Just the one gate guard, Frank. Frank. He's not around anymore. I don't know of Frank. Did you pass the, the, the guard with the twig through his neck? I did. Frank. It's interesting. Hmm. Is it interesting because you, you don't know Frank? I don't know him. Do you know your guards well? I should. Like I said, so, they're in my detail. And were you all saying that Frank here was your friend? Frank was not. Uh, no, no. He was, I wouldn't say friend, but he was not I, a crappy I knew him. guard. Oh, I mean, crappy guard or one of the thugs. Well, I'd seen him before. He didn't. Wasn't a new guard. Oh, he could have been an old plant. Funny. I'll have to look into this. Uh, you've given me much to think of. You have questions, young pixie. Yeah, um, but they're kind of more on a personal note of things. Are, are we at the time for personal personal grievances then? Uh, As is business done? I'm gonna go see if Connor's awake. <laughs> Step, I stand up and go walk over to the other end where Connor is. So is is this definitely the same Freddy we sat across from at dinner? Yes. Okay, so this is him. Okay. He's even wearing the same clothes. My Lord Ardea, one more question. Of course. Um, This is a rather personal one, so you don't have to answer. Please? In regards to your daughter, would you wish for her a life of strength like her mother or a life of contentment? That is an interesting question. I think she wants the latter, and I think your wife wants to give her the former. Mm. I know you're a good father, so this information I give to you so that you can make the right decision for your child. I thank you for it. You're welcome. I'm going to go follow Warden Ardeo. 
she gets up and leaves the room. So it's just the two of you in the circle now. Um, he goes, is there anything from you? Well, um, if we're sharing. Um... No, do please speak up, my, my boy. Well, no, no offense to you and your unusual kindness. Um, it is unusual, isn't it? Especially in your kind. Igner always said that about me. Uh, that he did. Over and over. Oh, you and know Igner. Oh, uh, I'm assuming I'm talking about the right person here, yes? Not Igli. No, I know. Igner. I know. The, was he the leader of the other family? No, my brother in law. Ah. Well, I mean, I was, uh, I was a slave for a long time in one of the other Afridi houses. Which one? Uh, what did I say? Tristane. Tristane. Are you, are you that boy? You mean the only one that lived? It's really difficult to sit across from a pure blood right now. I'm trying not to to move for any of the things that are defensive or offensive over here, you know. I understand. What can I do? Uh, I, I want you to know, young, what is your name? Um Griff. Griff. I want you to know, young Griff, that the actions of some is not the actions of all. Well, if that's the case, and if you're looking to dish out a favor, maybe you could uh, give me some information on the security around their house. I mean, it's a uh, Competition going out the window, or under some water, if you will. No, I will not be part of party of the murder of them. I didn't say I was going to murder them. Just... You would murder them. You're absolutely right. I will not be party to that. Violence will be get more violent. Well, it will not make you feel better, young Griff. It may bring your heart peace, but not forever. Then how about this? You're looking for smugglers? I am. What if I told you I'm the best smuggler you're going to find? I would have you prove it. Ask me how high to jump. He reaches into his, his coat, and he pulls out an apple. Mm -hmm. Take it. Should I roll a burglary? No, no, he's give, he's offering you an apple. Oh, I thought he was like, take it before I take it away. <laughs> no, he's, he's like, take the apple. I take the apple. Find out what that apple really is. And then I want you to give it to someone. I'll do it in three days. Very well. Can I leave? I walk out. So, 
how much do you know about Weird Smish? Well, I know that a proper diet is what you should have. You should have plenty of fiber. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Full credit. <laughs> <laughs> if, um, if there are problems, young, young Pixie, I, no, can, I um, know a good brownie. Who uh, So there was this ring, and also before that, there were like voices telling me to do things, not in, I know what you're thinking, not that way. Um, I touched a ring that was glowing to, to me, and then I saw memories that weren't mine, because I'm not a big folk, or older than three months. Um, so, I've never heard of this. This is new to me. It, it's new to me as well. Um, Could you describe to me, or um, something better, can you draw? Yeah. Will you draw your memories for me? Yeah. I, I, I think I can do that. Okay. Very well. I would like that. Now, or like... No, 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 you may go. Oh, okay. So, no, it's so you all fine. take off, and you <laughs> leave uh, Mafana Sardeo sitting I would have the taken the book with me. You take the book with you. Um, so we're almost out of time. Uh, what do you guys want to do? What are your final things you want to do before we, we end up for today? You're, you're gone, Griff. What are your... I, can I... Yeah, I, I'm, I'm off trying to figure out what's going on with this apple. Okay, all right. Um, you're off doing that. What are you two doing? I'm, I'm gonna wait by Connor's head until he wakes up, and I'm gonna, as opposed to like playing good cop, bad cop, I, I want to like sort of soothe him awake and be be kind to him in an effort to get him to answer my questions while he's still very muzzy. Okay, so what are you doing? I'm gonna let her do that because as much as I dislike Connor, I mean I don't want him to die, but it's the best way for us to get the information that we both want. I'm gonna like. Basically, like, tell her, like, hey, this is the information I want. Like, I want to, like, know, like, get any information you can on Spiderwell, any information that whatever was in the letter. I can't remember, sorry. Well, like, I'm looking for that missing person. Lipley Shrub or something. Yeah, yeah, or something like that. And I was like, find out any information about that whenever he wakes up. And then I basically go back into the room with Mufanis and kind of just sit there and kind of just... I just sit and just chat with him about like everything that's been going on, like ev like lately in life, like everything that I've been through over the past like w like uh, like past span. Um, he, you have a, a very good conversation with him. Mm -hmm. He, um, you just sit and you talk, and he gives advice. And at times he doesn't give advice; he just mm -hmm. listens. Mm -hmm. And it's it's good. It helps you. In mm -hmm. some way. You get to decide which way that is. Yeah. But you feel for the first time since everything happened mm -hmm. um, with Yashara and Fennel and everything. You feel for the first time unburdened. Yeah. And I can't... Could, no. I don't think I would tell him about... I would tell him about how, about how I fought with, with a hand of Amen and I fought like... But I, I would... Oh, I kind of want to like honestly tell him about... About like 
what happened with like the the Sealy. Oh, the the Vox box and everything like that. Yeah, but I feel you like... begin to say something, and he holds up your ha- his hand. And yeah. says, You will not speak of this. Fair. You you will not speak of this. Mm. And Bolana, I want you to promise me, you will not speak of this anymore. I would only speak of it to you, but I will. I won't talk about it. Embalar, you know you are not my flesh and blood. But I love you like a son. I know. Even though your life is short, mm-hmm. even though you will grow old and die, and I will see you die and continue on, you will always be my son. Mm-hmm. And for that, I will always be your father. And it is my job as your father to protect you. What you have is more dangerous than anything. Be it the spider willow, be it what's beyond the wall, be it what's in the city. That information men, Fey, have killed for. And they will kill and kill and kill until that weed is stamped out. Who else have you told? No one. No one? No one. No one people who know are the people who found out with me. Who are they? Friends. I need to know, Amala. People. Who was with you when you heard that, when you, when you heard what you were saying? Friends. They were, we have already talked about it with the, the a hand of Amun. We know not to talk about it. I just wanted, I feel like I should How talk many, about it. How many then? Two. That's it. Besides myself, two, three total. Everyone else is dead. All right. All right. And they all know not to tell anyone. I don't worry about their loyalty, Embolar. I wonder about their endurance. Mm. What do you mean? Torture can be a long, long time. We live for a long time, Embolar. There are ways to make a fay talk, mm. even if it takes a hundred years. I just, I want you to be careful. I will. I will. I promise. Very well. Let us continue. And he continues to talk. Yeah, yeah. We, we move on to other topics. Yeah. Um, if, I feel like that's almost the, the close of the evening. The Almost the close of the evening. The, um, the, so, one last thing with you, Tiffin. Um, I'm gonna... Wash off because yes, I am still covered in blood and gore and specks of bone. Um, mm. <laughs> uh, so I'll wash off and start. I'll find paper and start drawing those memories. Okay, so you're like drawing those memories. So we're going on this this last little bit of like that happens. Then we go to you and you're drawing. We go to you, Griff, and you've got that apple, and you're like looking at it and like trying to figure out stuff about it. Yeah, I'm gone. Too. Yeah, you, you're gone, gone. Yeah. yeah. Um, and as uh, as Mafanis gives that line about like tor- torture can be a good persuader, we mm-hmm. live a long time. Oh yeah, it's spoken. It's like a it's spoken over you sitting with. Uh, yeah, and huh. you they can and the two of them can hear from the other room. They suddenly hear like humming as Alva's sort of wiping Connor's forehead. Oh, that's creepy. End of episode.
Thanks for listening to Warda. Warda was created by Ali Grauer and Drew Merzieski. The players are Alexis Cohen-Penna as Alva Goldfinch, Justin Blankenship as Emberlar Ardeo, Bill Gordon as Griff Hood, and Frank Gasparro as Tippin. The music for Warda was written by Arnie Parrott. He can be found at atptunes.com. Be sure to subscribe to welcometowarda.com for updates. Follow us on Twitter at welcometowarda and send us your thoughts. We can be reached at welcometowarda at gmail.com. We love hearing comments, questions about the world, and anything else you might come up with. And if you feel like supporting what we do, you can contribute to patreon.com slash whimsyartifice. We'd love to have you join us. That's all for now. Thank you for listening. Thank you.